Hello. Hi. And um, today we might be a little more um, <laughs> distracted or quiet in a way. We had a little fun last night. We sure did, and we're sure making. We were the still rounds home at like midnight ish, though. Oh yeah. So we were like adults about that, at least. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> I didn't even think that I got that drunk, but like. Here we are. I'm feeling awful today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm here in my pajamas. I am also in pajamas. Yeah, here we are. Um, So yeah, we'll see how this goes today. It's going to be great. (laughs) At least it's not like a really awful topic today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This one is actually going to be one of my favorite topics. Pretty lighthearted. And we'll probably come back to this topic multiple times in the future. Well, um... I guess we should start by saying uh, welcome to Greetings from Insanity. Hi. Yeah, you got Brittany. And you got Ashley. And here we are. And we're going to start it off with a little uh, definition today. I have one. Um, so our topic this week is cryptids. Woo! I'm so excited for this one. Although I have a very strong feeling about what Ashley's... T- choice of cryptid is i have no idea what you could mean i'm not i'm not like not that she has plushies or anything you know has multiple earrings it's not like i got like a a a animal creature stuffed creature not in my house and i got like a protection ward by a local witch (laughs) on it to like protect my home not at all no i would never do that Um, So the definition of cryptid, at least the one that I found, is an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Oh. That's the definition that I found. Okay. So. Let's crack into it. I'm just going to crack in. Mine takes place in West Virginia. And so it's become some West Virginian folklore. Okay. Gotta love it. This is a humanoid creature with a wingspan of 10 feet. (gasps) It is six to eight feet tall. That's taller than I thought, honestly. It's tall. You haven't even stated what it is yet. I know, I'm getting there. Okay, I was gonna say. And reports claim that it is either gray or brown in color, but since it takes place at night... It's Most hard to often, tell. it's off. It's hard to tell. Plus, I of course there's no proof, so it's hard to look back exactly, later. Exactly. I am of course speaking of the Mothman. Of course. I mean, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! Shocker. I would have never guessed what? that. So if you can't tell, Ashley's favorite cryptid is Mothman. He's the love of my life. <laughs> I have multiple plushies of him. I sell earrings that are him. Yep. He is the love of my life. (laughs) And when I knew we were doing cryptids, I was almost a little stinker and immediately messaged Drake what I was going to do. And I was just going to take it from under you. But I didn't want to do that to you. As soon as we said cryptids, I looked at you and I'm like, I'm sure that we both know who I'm going to talk about. (laughs) So just keep your hands off it. So just stay put. So just stay put because that's my topic. Please. Um, so, uh, reports of sightings of the Mothman 
Um, so this takes place in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. That's where, like, all of them are. Um, that's where, like, to this day, you can still, like, get a lot of stuff there that's Mothman related. I need to go at some point in my life. We need to go. I agree. But think about all the Mothman merch that I can get. I would feel like your entire house would be Mothman themed. I agree. And I would spend so much money in that city. <laughs> Just donate uh, plasma. Like until, a ton. Like yeah. you can save up enough money to buy one of everything in that store. I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's everywhere though. Like they have Mothman cookies oh. at like a like a coffee shop there. Look at that. They, there's a pizza place there that they sell a pizza that the toppings are put on it to look like the Mothman. Okay, I love that. I know. I would want. He's got that. like a pepperoni body with like mushroom wings and like I bell pepper feet. Eat it. And then he has like a olive eye. I love that. I know. We need to eat that. Pizza. I agree. But I take, take like, so many pictures first. <laughs> um, Phone eats first on that one. Yeah. God, I love the Mothman. Um, <laughs> uh, so reports took place in the Point Pleasant area, Point Pleasant, like, and like the surrounding. There's like a like a park or something okay. around it that that's where so it first in took. That yeah. General vicinity. Yeah. Um, and the first sighting was November 15th of 1966. Okay. And then a lot of other sightings came to that point and kind of stopped around December 15th, 1967. Oh, so only a year. That's where the most ones were. People okay. still claim that, like, they see him. Like, it Maybe still happens. Maybe he went traveling. Maybe. And, it still happens, you know, but that year span was, like, where there were a lot multiple, of reports. multiple reports um so the first newspaper report was published in the point pleasant register and that was dated on november 16th of 1966 okay titled quote couple see man-sized bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something end quote is it a bird is it a plane is it a, is it a plane no it's, it's mothman <laughs> i wish I don't talk about this later, but I just want to say it, like, just kind of briefly. Do you know, like, where his name came from? Um, I'm guessing because he's man-shaped, but also has big eyes and then wings. Well, they kind of, like, they were kind of going off of, like, Batman, and that's how he got his name. Oh my god, no way! Yeah, yeah. That's fun. They were like, oh, Mothman, sure, yeah, <laughs> Mothman, that works. So on November 15th of 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Mallet, told police that they had seen a large white creature who eyes glowed red standing at the side of the road. I would probably pee I would my shit pants. my pants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Linda described it as a slender, muscular man figure. Figure. Um, about seven feet tall with white wings and said that she was unable to discern its face due to the hypnotic effect to its eyes. Spoopy. I agree. Distressed, of course. Um, the witnesses drove away at, like, high speed um, and said that the creature flew after their car, making a screeching sound. I would just accept it was my time to go at that I, point. Yeah, I would be like, okay, yeah, yep. Just take me. Just, just, I'm just done. 
<laughs> because they do say, again, I don't fully say this. They describe the sounds that Mothman makes as like kind of like a mouse or like a high pitched screeching. Yeah, I would try to replicate. So like it. A... Yeah. Like, like really high pitched. Loud. Yeah. But yeah, but loud and flying. Yeah. Um, Adds ac- it to the effect of terrifying. <laughs> Um, according to the witnesses, the creature was able to fly at incredible speeds up to about 100 miles per hour. And, like, they said that, like, he didn't even have to flap his wings. Like, he was just, like, zooming, flying at 100 like miles airplane. per hour. Yeah. But, like, he wasn't, he didn't Imagine even have to, like, flap his wings. Imagine how much energy he saves not having to flap his wings all the time like birds. I agree. And they That's also... the way to do it. Maybe he has, like, a little jetpack that no one sees. Maybe. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be sick. <laughs> I haven't really said this, but he has two legs. Okay. And I'm guessing two arms. I didn't ever see anything talking about arms. Weird, because I've always, like, pictured him as, With, like, like arms and wings. Yeah, But, same. like, I haven't seen anything actually saying that there were arms. Weird. Mothman, if you're listening. Mothman, can you just... Send a selfie. In the comments? <laughs> Send a selfie, please. Yeah, just, like, or DM us. Out. Do you want to be on the podcast? We'll interview. I would interview. love to hang out with Mothman. Imagine if he actually came on for an interview. I would... Oh. And he had this, like, really deep and, like, radio host voice that was beautiful. But his screeching is still high-pitched. Yeah. yeah. I'm also still, like, picturing, like, so Mothman, tell us about your life. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like too like big a, to sit in the chair so he has, he has to, stand, to stand in the then... corner but like if he's eight feet tall like he's gonna have a rough time yeah. that would be so funny that'd be it'd very... be really intimidating it but would it so would be awesome and i would love it a lot oh my goodness yes i would love that we're just sitting like cross like crisscross applesauce on like the floor on your rug yeah <laughs> with mothman having a tea party yeah i absolutely i don't it. do tea parties but i would with him you know i absolutely would with him and the thing is he's supposed to like <laughs> and i know a lot of people agree with me when people like talk about him he's supposed to be like this really intimidating cryptid like you're supposed to be scared of him yeah but there's so many facts about him that i'm like well he's just funny like like he's, he's just cute what do you want <laughs> He's a cute guy. What? Yeah, like, like, get over yourself. Because this fact is one of them that I'm like, <laughs> God, he's adorable. Okay, let's hear it. All of them agreed that the beast was very clumsy on the ground. Like, Aww. he was a clumsy runner. <laughs> That's adorable. So, like, if he was on his two feet running after them, he would, like, trip all the time. Isn't that adorable? That. It's like a toddler. I know. Like a drunk toddler. Yeah, like just running around. But eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> with wings. Terrifying. <laughs> After he uh, put toddler in front of that and drunk and then eight feet tall. I just thought that was really cute that he's a clumsy runner. He's a clumsy toddler. I love it. I love it. He's I'm here so, for it. He's so cute. Just like forgetting how to like run and then like tripping or like yeah. running into things all the time. It's like, dude, just fly. Like, you know, you're better at that. <laughs> He's like, but that's too fast. I'm too good at that. I'm too good. I just want to run. I, I want to feel practice. the wind in my hair. <laughs> I love it. I love Mothman. I should have had my plushie in here while we record. Um, <laughs> knowing how absurd this must sound to local people and like the paper in the small community, 
Um, Roger Scarberry insisted that the apparition couldn't have been a figment of his imagination. I mean, that's fair. It's very hard to, like, I feel like in general, make up a creature like that. Right. And see it, like, you know, out, like, not in your brain. like Right. You know, like, and I have a hard time. You can't imagine anything. No, I can't. Not. Yeah visually right 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 like you can't picture things yeah so like that's just a wacko to think that someone would be like no it was just your imagination like right no absolutely not it was not i promise (laughs) well he also assured the paper quote if i had seen it while by while by myself i wouldn't have said anything but there were four of us who saw it that's wild so he's like of course i didn't make this up like i was one of four people who saw the exact same thing because they like they wrote written they they were of course put in separate rooms yeah and they wrote their own description of what happened that night and they were all identical that's crazy. And you can you can see those papers on display of their written things at the Mothman Museum. I Point love Pleasant. that. I know. I need to go to that museum. I love museums so much. Same. And the fact that I could go to a Mothman Museum. I really want to go to an ABBA one. Totally off topic. I also would love to. Uh, there is one in like Switzerland or something. We'll have to go. Absolutely. There's also a museum of, I think it's in like Arizona that it's miniature items like it's like a museum of miniature things and i love miniature things i I know you do you have a lot of like just looking behind you shut your mouth (laughs) there's a lot of shut your mouth (laughs) i have very specific likes mothman miniature things timothy chalamet and one direction you're missing one this isn't a twilight podcast (gasps) you're right twilight's also in there you're right (laughs) um but during the next few days other people reported similar sightings and the gettysburg time which is not like the point pleasant website newspaper but i'm assuming it's one in the area okay um they reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days after the first claims yeah that's absolutely insane. And that was, like, in the first three days. After that, like, there was up to a thousand, like, claims. That's crazy. There were a lot. Um, two volunteer firemen who saw it said that it was, quote, a large bird with red eyes. Sure. A very large. Very bird. large. Bird-like man. In, and this is, like, a recent one. In 2016, oh, wow. a man who had just moved to Point Pleasant spotted a mysterious creature jumping from tree to tree. Um, he claimed to local reporters that he was unaware of the local legend of Mothman until he had allegedly spotted the beast himself. Did you he hear him say, hold on tight, spider monkey? I fucking a, wish. To a smaller creature holding on, piggyback. <laughs> I wish. There is a photo that he reportedly took of this Mothman that you can find. Okay. But since it's 2016... It's super easy to... To Photoshop. Super easy. So, like, I don't fully believe the photo, but he does claim that that it was a photo taken. about cryptids is, like, a lot of them started, like, the sightings happened, at least my sightings happened in the 1970s. Right. And like say the sightings in the sixties of Mothman, yeah, like no there were no photos. Yeah. To yep. like be like, oh shit. Yep. Click. And not everyone like had a camera or even right. was like, wow, let me just carry around a camera right. with me just in case. Right. 
And yeah. then I would believe those pictures so much more easily because Photoshop was... It wasn't a thing, was it? It was, but it was a lot harder. Okay, And cool. so, like, it's really easy to discern what was Photoshopped Fair. back then. Okay. Yeah, see, like, I don't know Photoshop history. So, I, I rely I, on you for that I know an okay amount, but, like, not a ton. But, yes, like, you could still Photoshop things, but, but it was... super easy to tell. It was more of, like, you had to take multiple photos and then from the negatives you would have to cut the negative from one to add it to a negative of another oh that makes so sense. like it was it was a lot harder to make it look realistic yes that makes sense so like you could look at an old photo and be like well that was photoshop like i can just tell yeah so yeah that it's a lot harder to fake but then photos 2016 back then. like i literally took a photoshop class in high school and i graduated oh, yeah. in 2016 oh, yeah which is I also weird did. To... I did not graduate in 2016, no. but yes, like I I also did all that yeah. stuff. Um, folklorist, which God, I want that job. <laughs> I want to be a cryptozoologist so badly. Do it. What's stopping you? I Chase think your that dreams. There's like classes that I have to take. There's they're probably I know, online I, somewhere. I still want to do it. Um, but folklorist Jan Harold Brunvand Brunvand found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales suggesting that something real may have triggered the the people um and became woven with existing folklore weird that's interesting so like there was something that was similar but like then something scared him enough to like weave it with all of that to yeah. like make the mothman um he also recorded anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Of course. Teenagers and parked cars are never up to anything good. Well, I mean the couple that was driving around, like they were just like two in love couples, like yeah. wanted to go for a drive and that they saw the Mothman. Like, you know, it's They were probably planning on other activities kiss and, and kissing. then they got terrified. Right. <laughs> <instead>. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, but wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia U University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the sandhill crane, which is a large American crane almost as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan, including circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. Oh. But not red eyes, just circles around the eyes. Yeah, I, I can see where, like, they're trying to say right. it's a crane. But I feel like you'd easily tell if it was You a can crane. tell the difference between a, a man-like figure and, and a, a crane. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they you'd didn't think. say... Because cranes have, like, really long necks, don't they? Yeah, and, like, really right skinny legs. Yeah. If you... And like they're like, not they're not just like straight. It's like head, neck, and then like the body goes out. Yeah. And then it's like that. Like it's not like you wouldn't look at a crane and be like, that's a man. That even is in a the man. distance. Like even in the distance, you <laughs> like wouldn't be like, be like, that's oh, a man. That's a bird. You'd be like, oh, there's a bird over there. Yeah. Like, not like, wow, this slender man has yeah. a really long neck. And none right. of them ever said he had no. a long neck. No, they did not. So no, I don't I don't buy it. Um, and also, like, all these reports said that they had red eyes. Yeah. Like, that they saw the red eyes. But this is just saying, well, there's red around the eyes. They probably just saw that. Mm, no. Which I don't fully buy. Me either. Mothman's real. 
I agree. You cannot change my mind on um, that. But they're saying that the bird may have wandered, wandered outside of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region. I mean, I can understand. And so, like, like that's why they were saying... a different animal, especially back then, that's not native. I say, like, that's why they're saying, like, they didn't know what it was because they've never seen this bird before. Yeah. But still, like... But still, you can you tell would, it's a bird. You would tell. Like... I've seen birds, like, on TV that I've never seen in real life because, like, I'm watching, like, Animal Planet or something. And I'm not like, what is that creature? Oh, my God, it's a man-like bird. Like, Like, no. no, I'm like, that's a bird. You know, my schema, like, psychology part of it with your schemas, if you see something similar to something you already know, you're going to categorize it with the same same thing that you already know You're going to make a connection to it. Unless, like, there's reason to be like, okay, it's like this, but also like this, you know? Right. Not trying I get to that. Like, nerd out. No, like, but I get that. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Um, and also, Joe Nickel um, didn't really say who he was, just. Yeah. but he's Joe Nickel. Uh, cool. I um, have a few people like that in my story, too, where it's just like, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, I'm Joe Nickel. I'm here. Um, he attributes the Mothman stories to sighting of owls. No. Owls, owls aren't that big, like, my guy. There are some owls that are big, but they're like not seven feet tall. Exactly. Six feet, seven You're not going to have a seven foot tall owl. No. Um, but there, he is suggesting that the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually the red eye effect. Um, and that causes in some birds um, that it's like the reflection of a light from flashlights or other bright light sources that as soon as like the light hits the eyes they start to look red that make well that makes sense especially with owls like if you put a flashlight on their eyes their eyes are gonna like they're gonna be red yeah it's like with like dogs you know like they have that like the like the yellowish eye like as soon as like a light hits it like especially with like pictures with flash yes yeah yes yes and then humans it's like red yeah exactly but like with humans, like it's like the pupil is red, yeah. but like in owls, apparently, like the whole eye turns red when light is on it. That makes sense. Is they like probably their entire don't have pupils. eye like just a pupil? Or I'm something? pretty sure. Like, because like they don't have like fucking so blue big. eyes or anything. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> they have to have really big pupils so they can see at night right. when they're hunting. Right. So yes, as far as I'm aware, they just have like giant pupils. Giant pupil, and so when a light hits it, they're yeah, red. That makes sense. So that's what they were Once saying. Again, was we're not. The, Zoologist or animal not slightly whatever it is but based off of what we know about animals yes <laughs> yeah so they're saying that that was probably what they saw was just an owl with red eyes because the light was on it okay but again owls are not it's seven feet also tall. more convincing than the crane like if you yes. could make a crane owl baby because it would ha- be the size of the crane coloring but, uh, of the crane even, but even the crane's smaller like it said it said that the crane was man-sized which i would say is maybe six feet yeah but they're saying that they saw like a seven to eight foot yeah thing yeah i'm just saying if they could have but a crane yes. owl baby it if would they be could the like most somehow merge it yeah animal to be Mothman. yes um but benjamin radford did point out that the only report of glowing red eyes was second hand okay saying that someone was quoting their father that saw mothman oh okay but i mean linda did say that they had red eyes yeah whatever so there's more than just one person um but of course some pseudoscience 
people such as like UFOologists, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists claimed that the Mothman was an alien. I mean, what else are cryptids? They could just be aliens. They could just be an alien. Because when you said there were animals, I'm like, they could be animals, but like, what if that's just aliens that are really good about not right. being caught on camera? Especially things like this. Yeah. Um, so they say that it was a just a supernatural manifestation or a previously unknown species of animal. Okay. Um, so Mothman was later popularized. Imagine not, sorry. No, you're fine. Imagine not knowing the species of animal and then all of a sudden it just like starts to repopulate itself. Oh, And how they're really terrifying. good at like hiding from humans. How terrifying. So like we've never seen them before and then all of a sudden they're like starting everywhere. to come out and like everywhere and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Because that'd be terrifying. I know that I've, I'm almost positive that I've said this before. I am petrified of the ocean. Yeah. And how there's only like... There's vast... We've, seen we've like three or five percent of it. Maybe it seven. Covers, it covers most of this planet. And we have only discovered about seven percent of it. Yeah, it was seven. That is so terrifying to me. <laughs> like, it's so upsetting to think about. Um, but like... I love the ocean. I know in my heart, and so do scientists... That there are species down there that, we've never... that we have no idea. Yep. And that's horrifying. I think that's really fascinating. No. <laughs> Did you know I wanted to be a marine biologist back in high school? You're crazy. It makes um, sense. You love to snorkel. Yeah. But then I took a biology class and decided, no. <laughs> no, I can't. I would rather just go but into the ocean and discover things no. and have someone else do the science it's part of it. terrifying. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Like the Marianas Trench. Yeah. No one's Amazing. made it all the way down to that bitch. Not yet. Like, we don't know what's down there. Hopefully in our lifetime we'll eventually have the technology. I hope to God not because we're going be to we're gonna find some terrifying fish down there. Yeah. Fish have to adapt and overcome to be able to continue. Exactly. And like and the ones that no are way light. down there that are like, it's pitch fucking dark. Yep. They're going to be some terrifying fish absolutely absolutely not i'm getting the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it <laughs> oh god i hate the ocean I um, love it. mothman was later popularized by john keel in his 1975 book the mothman prophecies okay um he claimed that there were s- the supernatural events related to the sightings and that the connection to the mothman was or that the Mothman was connected to the collapse of the Silver Bridge, which I will briefly mention here okay. in the end. Um, and Keel claimed the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, including <laughs> premonitions of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, UFO sightings, and visits from inhuman or threatening men in black and other phenomena. Because wow. Linda, after this experience of seeing the Mothman, yeah. she says that she was visited by the men in black. That'd be a little terrifying. Yeah. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to see that. <laughs> yeah. I say, so she said that she was there. There's been UFO sightings in the area, strange lights, stuff like that. Absolutely. So they're saying that the Mothman is related to these events. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's just supposed to be like the spy on Earth and not supposed to get caught. Maybe. Um, and the book was later adapted into a film in 2002 that starred Richard Gere. I just thought that was a fun fact. Fun. Um, so paranormal explanations theorize 
um, that the Mothman is either a harbinger of doom or a cause of tragedy. I don't like that. So they're either saying that he causes these things or when you see him that it means that something bad is going to happen. Like kind of like an omen? Yeah. Okay. So they're saying that he's one of those two things. And he can't help it. No. He's a clumsy man. What is he going to do? Maybe he, he doesn't just kill is anybody. in the wrong place at the wrong time. He doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. Maybe he can just, like, tell the future, and then he's trying to warn people. Uh, yeah. And then, like, people are like, oh, my God, do you yeah. see his eyes? Ah! Yeah. And he's over here just, like, a single tear rolling down his face. Like, I know. I just want to help you. I just want to help. Because an exact year after he was first sighted, there was a horrible traffic accident on the the silver bridge oh shit um so the silver bridge was in between ohio and west virginia it was just it's like that bridge that we have connecting like us to illinois okay that makes sense that it's like just a a long bridge to connect two states that makes sense um but yeah it was west virginia and point pleasant is like on that area that it's some really bad with geography i didn't realize that ohio and west virginia were so close i also didn't because when you said it was a long bridge i was like wow that's a really long bridge (laughs) it goes over a state (laughs) can you believe it no ohio and west virginia are connected as far as i'm aware i should go back to fifth grade actually let me look that up (laughs) you know back in fifth grade when you had to like id all the states yeah i still didn't do that i'm horrible at it I only memorized it for that test, and then oh, it has shit. been poof in my memory. Um, that's not what I wanted to do, Google. I just want to look at a map. Yes, Ohio and West Virginia are touching. That's wild. It's kind of like how people don't think Iowa is real. That's their own fault. <laughs> I just didn't consider West Virginia to be yeah. touching Ohio wild I a also lot of it indiana is. is right there most of the time i do too i never remember which order indiana and ohio are I always in. like i always tell it myself it's illinois. iowa illinois ohio indiana that's what i always think like i always flip them isn't that wild i i do it too um i'm sorry to those that live in the midwest with us and we don't even know what's surrounding us it's okay they still don't know that we're here that's fair that's fair they think i mean that hey we all have we're cows. I'm not even going to get into it. We're a bad state. <laughs> We're doing a lot of really shitty stuff right now. I mean, fair. I um, agree with that one. But yes, the bridge was designed to connect, because I'm assuming there was like a river or a lake or whatever. Yeah, something over, like in, going like separating Iowa to it. Illinois. Yeah, yeah, exactly like Iowa and Illinois. That there's, with the Mississippi. Yeah, it there's a river. The Mississippi in between us, right? Fuck if I know. <laughs> there is a river right there. And then we have a bridge going over it. Yeah, and then you're to, in like, the next get state. To the state. Yeah. yeah. So they had that with Ohio and West Virginia. Same thing with Wisconsin and Iowa, too. Oh, yeah. I take yep. that bridge a lot, too. Yep. Whenever I go to Wisconsin. Anytime I go to Wisconsin, I take that big old bridge. We probably Through take the same one. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> probably take the same one. Um, but the bridge design featured very little redundancy, meaning that if one part failed, there was almost nothing into place to prevent <gasps> other parts from failing as well. That is not good engineering. Horrible engineering. I'm sorry to whoever designed that, but um, yeah, that is just really bad. Not engineering. a good idea, especially <laughs> over water. You just need to expect things are going to fail, and if you expect that, then you can prevent like tragedies, right? right. Especially over water. I mean, water. I'm not an engineer. I was an engineering student for a year. That's true. 
But especially but over water, like <laughs> yeah. a bridge over water, absolutely. you want to make sure that that bitch is good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that day, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio part of the bridge had cracked. The chain snapped and the bridge fell into pieces because that one little snap. um, So, of course, like when the bridge was made, like they got the equilibrium like perfect. Yeah. They just didn't account for things failing. So as soon as that one little thing snapped, the equilibrium was was automatically like done. the shitter. Yeah. And so it fell into pieces, plunging cars and pedestrians into the icy water. Wow. Again, this is an exact year after the Mothman was first seen. That's crazy. So they're saying that he was here to, like, say something bad is going to happen. On this day in the future. Um, so 46 people died. Wow, that's either depressing. Either by drowning or being crushed by the wreckage. Oh. Yeah. That is heartbreaking. Because it was also a bridge that, like, duh, you can walk on. Like, yeah. So they had, like, little pedestrian parts to the bridge. So, yeah. like, people would walk across the bridge to get to another state. That's so, like, crazy. it wasn't just cars. Like, it was people walking, yeah. too. Um, like, on that day, too. Um, Shit. Yeah. So, of course, they did not take very long. Because they also, after UFO sightings, all this stuff, they did not take very long to connect this disaster to the Mothman. And try to put the blame on him type of thing. Or, like, just saying, like, he was trying to warn us of this. I would prefer like that, that one. Because, like I said, like, he either brought this harm or he was just trying to tell us about the harm. Yeah. Maybe so that's, that's why what he they was flying after the car is screeching, being like... This is going to happen. Like, go yeah. the other way. Like, right. if you're going this way, you're going to go towards the bridge. That right. isn't safe. Right. Say it could have been something along those lines. Um, so most sightings have declined since the late 1960s, but again, some people still say so that they see him. So many people also just stay inside nowadays, too. That's also true. <laughs> so, like, connection there. <laughs> um, and an annual festival in Point Pleasant is devoted to the Mothman legend. Can we go? So every year, <gasps> on the third weekend of September, they have... We have time to go this year. They have the Mothman Festival. Do you want to go? It it has go get ghost speakers. Could you imagine? <laughs> Guests ghost speakers. Go, guest. God, I almost said ghost again. <laughs> guest speakers. Vendor exhibits. Pancake eating contests. I love maybe the Mothman that. loved pancakes. I don't know. Maybe they're shaped like Mothman. That'd be cute. And if they aren't doing that, they're missing an opportunity I agree. and they need to listen to this podcast and I agree. take that into consideration. I agree. Because um, it could just be the outline. And they also do hayride tours of locally notable areas connected to the Mothman. I love that. I do too. This year it's on September 16th. Okay. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Go to the Mothman Festival if you can. I would love to go absolutely i don't know how plausible it's going to be for me to go this year but god we i would love plan it to do it within the next year or two but i would love it yeah we can just start saving could up. you imagine if i was a guest speaker uh it's not no, gonna happen not but i would love it that's true <laughs> um and my last little point a 12 foot tall metallic statue of the creature <gasps> was unveiled in 2003 i love that and i love that creature sculpture that they have it's very pretty 
um, will also be slightly scary enough that it's like, well, yeah. Jesus, I can't imagine seeing that thing. It also has quite the ass on it. <laughs> I love things with butts. It's got like, quite the butt. Have you, you know, seen like, it? No. I'll pull it up real quick. Cool. Because, like, it's like, you know, like, the... F- there's so many like the sour of patch frogs kid. I've seen with like oh yeah with a badonk donk on it like they have just that things one that normally sour, don't have it they have ass. that one sour patch thing I don't know like where Drake saw it but um that has a butt I love it I love butts. but the Mothman statue has a booty on him I love that he got an ass on him he's got a booty he got a booty on him I love that well thank you for telling me about that is Mothman the love of your life he is the love of my life. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually really excited for this one. I'm excited. I love cryptids. Um, I'm going to do a little thing like you did. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you some hints, see if you can guess it. Okay. So the meaning of this cryptid, the name, how it got its name is uh, goat sucker in Spanish. I know exactly what this is. Yeah. Yeah. It's named for feeding off of livestock by drinking their blood. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, actually, comedian Silvero Perez coined the label in 1995 while commenting on the attacks that were going on in Puerto 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 Rico. Wow, that was really hard for me. Puerto I think it's because Rico. I've typed it so much today that I it doesn't that. feel like a word anymore. So, do you have any guesses of what it is? El Chupacabra. Correct. Chupacabra. I love the chupacabra. I do too. I don't know if it's what about a little like menace. the like vampire aspect yeah. of it or what, but he's just here to fuck shit up. Yeah, he's just a little menace. <laughs> so as I was stated earlier that the first sightings began in nineteen seventies. So around the same time, Mothman. Yeah. Just different region of the world. Yes. Um, so I have some physical descriptions of the chupacabra, just in case you've seen one, which would be terrifying. Oh God, I can't even imagine. I would actually shit my pants. Yeah. And I'd be like, at least I'm not a goat. I'm not a goat. <laughs> Please. Leave me alone. <laughs> so it varies actually. Okay. And I like to believe that it varies because you know how like there are different like types of like cats per se where like yeah there's long-haired and short-haired and naked but they're all cats there's like family you know yeah so that's how i like to think about it because of it varies by region it's like dogs too yeah. well and like some people a lot of animals think, yeah yeah so in puerto rico and latin america they say it's reptilian 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 yeah that didn't sound like a word when I first said I it. I promise it is. Uh, reptilian and alien, alien-like. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Gotta work my lips a little bit. <laughs> um, it's the size of a small bear, approximately oh. like three to four feet tall. Okay. And like when it stands up on two legs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And has spines or quills going from the neck to the base of its tail. Sure. Um, said to have leathery or scaly greenish gray skin and stands and hops similar to that of a kangaroo. Weird. Yeah, I hadn't heard the kangaroo part. I also before, hadn't so I heard like, that part. Weird. Interesting. 
And then in the southwestern United States, others say it looks more like a dog. I've I've heard that it looked like a dog. Like I always picture like it to look like a dog. Like mange type yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. Which I'll get to that too later. Um, and they like in the southwestern U.S., like they say it's mostly hairless, and has a very pronounced spine, uh, spinal ridge, really um, pronounced, like unusually pronounced eye sockets. Okay. Um, fangs and claws. Yeah. So location wise. As far south as Chile and as far north as Maine, which is in the United wow. States, for people that don't, for people know that, that don't know geography, for people like don't me. know that that's like the top of the United States. Yeah, very very north, um, northeast. It's say yeah. it's still on the east coast, but it's like the probably like the tallest point of the United States, besides like Alaska. Well, technically, that's not attached to our country. Yeah. It, it is, is still just a state, there. <laughs> but it is not attached to us. Um, and outside of the Americas, also like North America, South America type. When sure. I say Americas, that's what I mean. Yeah. And it has been spotted in Russia and the Philippines. Wow. Okay, so it's a world traveler. Yeah. Unless they're just like reproducing everywhere and. So, yeah, um, there, as you stated earlier, there's no evidence for cryptids. Yes. So, I point out there hasn't been any physical evidence, only reports of eyewitness, yeah. like, accounts. Um, it's thought most sightings in northern Mexico and southern United States have been verified as uh, canids affected by mange. And a canid is a canine-like animal, like they are. Like, oh, okay. you know, dogs and, like, foxes. Wolves. Wolves. Okay. Those type of animals. Okay. It, like, falls into the same, like, familia. Okay. Like, when you get into, like, the science Like, the genus it. and species yeah. and stuff. Okay. That makes sense. So, they think it's, like, animals like that affected by mange. Okay. That makes sense. Which is why, like, people think, like, oh, it's a hairless dog. Oh, it's a dog with mange right. type right. of thing. That makes sense. Yeah. So then, a little bit of history for the Chupacabra. Uh, in 1975, in the small town of Mocha, Puerto Rico, there was a series of livestock killings, and they were attributed... Wow. Attributed. Attributed. Attributed? attributed? Yeah. Attributed. Attributed. Because it has attributes, but it's attributed. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. The English language is stupid. It is so stupid. (laughs) Um, Or attributed to... El Vampirio de Moca, which means the vampire, the vampire of, of Moca. Moca. Yeah. For those that don't speak any Spanish. I don't speak much. I say, I, I don't want that to seem like I know Spanish. I know very little. Yeah. <laughs> but I got that that meant the vampire yep. of Moca. <laughs> yep. Or the Moca vampire. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um. So at first it was suspected to be a satanic cult. Sure. Um, as always yeah because you know when especially it's like livestock or like you know like satanists like, yeah that do sacrificial like things killings it's usually like a goat or something mm-hmm. because or like a sheep yeah, yeah so anytime you see like a lot of them like dead or disappear you're they, always you always assume that it's is a, satanic a cult, cult yeah. instead of like oh there's a cryptid you know or just like a crazy wolf like yeah, yeah. something like that um, but later, more killings were reported around the island, and many farmers reported loss of animals, all being bled dry through uh, small circular incisions. So, like a vampire bite. Yep. 
Um, the first reported attack was in March of 1995. Eight sheep were discovered uh, dead in Puerto Rico, each with three puncture rooms in the... Did I say... You said runes. Okay. Each with three puncture wounds in the chest and completely drained of blood. Three? Three. Where the hell is that third tooth? Um, like in the roof of its mouth? No one has pictures. Is it in like a triangle though? Like when they describe mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yep. Um, usually, that's my next bullet. Oh, sorry. Uh, usually killing its prey with three holes in a downward pointed triangle. Oh, okay. So like, boop, boop, boop. So like it would make sense if it was like the two fangs and then maybe there was one on the roof of the mouth. Yeah, type of thing. Um, but sometimes it was only one hole or two. Okay. So I guess it depends how many teeth they have. Sure. If they've, like, lost any. Sure. You know? <laughs> right. Um, another thing that kind of scares me when I was thinking about how to do, like, how it was three. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, the top two would be, like, the fangs. Yeah. And then what if they had, like, just a really sharp tongue that went in for the third, and that's how they, like, sucked the blood out. Like, they killed it with the fangs and then sucked with like a sharp sharp tongue it's possible yeah and like or depending on how big the gap is they could have like they're about like, canine size like okay so the, i mean there of, could be like, there could be one on the bottom jaw yeah just that, in like the in the middle in the center that's like a fang so then it's like a yeah like that type and then of thing. they can suck yeah but yeah so i've just been thinking about like why three like and that's weird yeah, but sometimes it's two or one, and I, in my brain, to, like, make it, like, work out in a process. Maybe they get their fangs as they, like, grow older type of thing. The sure. more fangs they have, the more towards adulthood they are. Sure. And maybe three is, like, their max or something, and maybe or, that's why it's, like, one for, like, or maybe it's like, have, a, like, one fang in. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, I was going to say that maybe it's, like, younger ones have three, and then they just, like... Lose it. Lose, lose it. their teeth. But it would make more sense if it's, like, over time. They, you... like, grow more fangs. Yeah, that would make more sense. Not that, like, I'm a chupacabra scientist. I've only done this research, and I do You didn't... are a chupacabra, though. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. I'm sorry. Um, then in August of 95, so, like, a couple months later, mm-hmm. an eyewitness, Madeline Tol- Tolentino? No, Tolentio. Okay. Tolentio, sorry. Uh, reported seeing the creature in Canovanas. Okay. Which is in Puerto Rico. Sure. Um, where as many as 150 farm animals and pets were killed. 150, that is yeah. a lot. Yeah, when I read 150, I'm like, I was expecting 15. That, well, I mean, because that's either like one very hungry chupacabra or, or a like pack. a pack of them. Yeah. You know, like for, ha- like, I would guess like... One chupacabra could fill up on, like, three animals at most, sure. depending if, like, because goats are small. Yes. And depending on, like, how hungry they are. Like, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. That, like, 150, it has to be a pack. Right. Or, like, maybe a chupacabra that just had babies and needs to, like... <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I would... A pack makes more it sense It makes the most me. sense. Yeah. Especially with that many animals. Yeah. And after the first reported incidents in Puerto Rico, other countries reported on animal deaths. And I got a list of countries here. Okay. And that's why it ranges from Chile to northern United States. Okay. 
Um, we got Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, and the United States. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of Southern That's why America, I feel like it's not South, just one Southern Chupacabra. America. <laughs> South America. Yeah. The very south of the Americas. It it sounds like with that range, especially like if like Russia and the Philippines. Like, I feel like there's got to be multiple. It has to be like a species and then yeah. it's like packs of it. That's what I'm thinking. Because like if it's just one, how are you getting around that fast? A, like some B, of the countries in South America, sure. Yeah, but like to go from like here to America to then Russia or yeah, like the United States. Yeah, it's just it has to be packed. It would have to be a species with packs in it. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. So then, in October and December of 2018, there were reports of suspected chupacabras in Manipur, India. Wow. Yeah, and that's like super recent. I mean, like, five years ago. But that's recent but enough. But recent. Yeah. Um, however, forensics experts uh, studied the remnants of the corpse, or the, like, multiple corpses, uh, and said that it was street dogs. Okay. So, like, they were like, oh my god, it's a chupacabra, but with science and everything, they're like, nope, like, not accurate. Right. Uh, so then we jump forward to October in 2019. Okay, still recent. Yep, a video recorded by Mundo Ovni. Uh, I believe that's how you say it. It's O-V-N-I for last name. So Ovni, Ovni. Yeah. Something like that. Something um, like that. Showed the results of a supposed attack on chickens in Puerto Rico. I have not found the video, sadly. Damn. Yes. Anyway, sorry. So then a little bit about the origin. So Benjamin Radford spent five years investigating the origin. That bitch was also in my story. Oh, yeah. Benjamin, you're out there. I see you. (laughs) And, um... But he was trying really hard to, like, basically say chupacabras aren't... Well, yeah, he was also saying the Mothman didn't exist. Yeah, so here we are. Benjamin... Get your um get your ass out. Get your ass out of here and let us uh talk about cryptids. Yeah. But he spent five years investigating the chupacabra. Dang. And the creature uh there's a creature called Sill in a nineteen ninety-five science fiction horror film called Species, and it's nearly identical to Tolentino's uh Tolentino. I spelled it two different ways. Oh, so it's Tolentino or Tolentio. Okay. My bad. Let me just <laughs> go back to that website really quick. So yeah, because it was nearly identical to Tolentino's eyewitness account, which she is the one that like said like Started she saw it. it and everything. But she had seen this movie prior to the report. Mm. And Radford revealed that Tolentino quote, believed that the creatures and events she saw in Species, the film, were actually happening in reality in Puerto Rico at the time, end quote, and therefore concludes, quote, the most important chupacabra description cannot be trusted, end Mm. quote. 
and it just kind of undermines the credibility of the chupacabra is a real and they called it animal which i guess is the closest thing it could be yeah because you know bear-like alien-like dog-like creature it's definitely an animal related thing um in addition the uh other reports were never confirmed by uh necropsy necropsy um so necropsy is an autopsy okay um used to like they like cut them open like tell like the death and like how it happened and that was never never happened to conclude that they were fully drained of blood okay so there's no evidence that these animals were killed by chupacabra okay and even if like it was a chupacabra what if they just get full and don't drain all of the blood sure because they obviously did lose blood. It could have but... been, like, the last one or, like, even if, like, all of them just weren't fully drained, it could be, like, well, the last little bit is really hard. Yeah. Or... Like, so I don't understand why that's a point to make it, like, you know, not right. a thing. To try to go against it. I'm like, but you don't actually know if it drains it of blood completely. Yeah. So even if you, like, find out that it's not fully drained of blood, you could just be, like... Yeah, yeah. it's not fully drained of blood, so it can't be, like, a vampire-like creature... Who said yeah. you gotta finish your meal? Yeah. Anyway, that's just my point of take on it. And uh, so, yeah, that is what I got for the Chupacabra. Wow. Chupacabra. I yeah. love cryptids. And I love that, like, this cryptid got its name from a comedian. That is fun. That Like, because it just means, like, uh, to goat suck sucker. and yeah. goat, you know? Yeah. So, love that. I love that. And then it just stuck all these years. I love that. I mean, because I was, like, what, 95 was 28 years ago? 29? Add two years to our age. But we're going to be... We're going to be 26, so it's 28. 28. Cool. That's an easy way to do math. Yeah. If it's close enough to my birthday, that's how I I do it. Yeah, that's smart. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. But yeah, so wow, yeah, what a little rascal, what a little menace. I want to show you the picture that my favorite picture. It was actually on the wiki of the chupacabra. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, this is more similar to like the Puerto Rican with like the scales, terrifying fangs, claws, alien-like. That's terrifying. Yeah. Because when I think of chupacabra, I think more of a dog with mange. Yeah, me too. But yeah, this is this looks like it could like have webbed feet. That's terrifying. That looks like the like the like the lake monster. Yeah, and it also looks like it has furry arms, but I don't know if those are just like pointy scales. Could be. Yeah, weird. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, it was a picture done in two thousand one. Wow. You know. So weird. Yeah. It's all fun and games until you fuck around and find out with him. I agree. Don't let him into your farm. <laughs> As if he just like knocks on the door, like, hey, hey mind can I if come I in? Grab a snack real quick. <laughs> hey, are you guys open? <laughs> I didn't see your drive through. I didn't see the. I didn't see like the open sign on. Like, are you guys open? <laughs> I'd love to take something to go. <laughs> Absolutely. What a guy. I love it. Well, thanks. Yeah, of course. Sorry it was a little bit of a shorter story. That's but fine. Mine was also a little shorter. Yeah. 
It was good. I love I love cryptids. If we I could just too. have a cryptid show, sometimes I think I would like be super into that. I love cryptids. But we'd run out of cryptids. Eventually. There's yeah. only so many. Unfortunately. But yeah. Shall we uh wrap let's wrap this, this up. up? Let's wrap this up. Okay, well, um thank you guys again for listening in. We're thank episode you so much. sixteen. We're really getting there. Yeah, four away from twenty. Oh my crazy gosh. i remember when i was saying that for 10 yeah away i remember from 10. being like super excited for 10 <laughs> and here we are almost to 20 that's crazy um once again we release every tuesday yes unless we somehow like can't for some reason but we haven't yeah. really run into that problem. no we had that one problem that we just did a listener's episode because we couldn't do a full one but we yeah. still released yeah that's true that's true um once again you can write us in for a listener's episode yes please and you our email is greetings from insanity at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at greetings from insanity pod and uh it should have the same picture of course yes as, like you see on spotify or whatever you're listening wherever to you us see on. us yeah um you can find us on instagram at greetings from insanity on twitter at from insanity pod and is that it? TikTok still oh, TBD and website, website still TBD. under construction, yes. all of that. So yeah, we're working towards being more accessible to everyone. Yes, and we appreciate all of the listens that you guys yeah, do for us. Really, because every time that we get on Anchor and we see like more followers or more people listening, it just it such makes a us so happy. Happy little pitter patter in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> and I every time I see it, like every time I refresh it, I'm like. <gasps> Gosh. oh my god oh gosh because <laughs> we are now over 600 listens. listens oh my god that is amazing guys keep on telling people about us yes share us let strangers know about us if you happen to be like a bartender or server or something you hear people talking about podcasts be like hey i can yeah. hook you up with one yeah um once again please like us follow us uh rate us once again, if you have a shitty review, leave it with a five-star rating. Yeah. And I will listen or read it out loud. Yeah. I have to look up how to look at our reviews. I just As far as that. the more, we don't have any. Okay. Just ratings. Yeah. I, I will say, I don't know if any of you know people that did it. Clearly, our first episode got a lot of listens. Yes. Part of me is afraid that because our first three episodes were so quiet that people were like not worth it yeah if you know people that maybe listen to the first episode that were like i can't hear them please tell them that we do fix that um so yeah thanks for joining us today thank you so much and if we'll you love cryptids a... as much as we do oh, then yeah. welcome welcome to home your people I, I should take a picture of my plushies that i have and post yes, them for this good week. idea um so yeah Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.